You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Gentlemen, Patrick Royce joining us here. We have breaking twins news to start our discussion. Wow, that's like the second time in a week we've had breaking twins news to, to start here. All right. Jason okay. Castro, former twins catcher, has announced his retirement. Oh, okay. All right. Retiring. I, did. I think I saw that a couple of days ago that it was coming, but it maybe it became <laughs> official now. Yes, Jason Castro spent three years with the Minnesota Twins uh, between 2017 and 2019. He was part of the infamous Bomba Squad, contributing 13 Bombas in 2019. He really hit 13 that year, wow. Yes, he did. Uh, Well, he was like the first acquisition of the new regime, right? Because we had to have a guy who could frame pitches. Wasn't that Trick trick those umpires. Uh Yeah, uh, we were big, we were big on uh, Jason Castro as uh, you know going to improve the pitching staff considerably because he could steal those two pitches a game that can be completely vital. So. Jason Castro was such a great pitch framer. He made fifty one and a half million dollars playing baseball. Wow, mostly between the Twins and the Astros. Good mm-hmm. for Jason Castro. Yes, yeah, that was a, um, the the other Twins news. I guess that we could get to is that uh, there's a ton of reporting from Ken Rosenthal, John Heyman, um, that not only are they very much all in on trying to get Carlos Correa back, and by the way, Trey Turner just signed an 11 year, 300 million dollar contract to set the market with the Phillies. Uh, but that they're also open to trading Luis Arise and then in subtext, Max Kepler, not quite as valuable, for pitching. So it sounds like the Twins are down there open for business, Pat. What are you, what are you thinking about the uh, They don't they, – there's things they don't like about Arise, right? They, I mean, they just – they don't want to pay him. It, it doesn't uh, – yeah, I don't know what uh, – he's the one guy that gives him an at-bat – and he's a uh, he's a uh, also a uh, probably the most popular player they have right now. And uh, you, uh, I, I said this to Judd yesterday. Miranda is going to turn out to be a hack at third. Okay, he's, he's not very good in the field. I don't think they they let themselves get fooled. And uh, once pitching catches up with him, he'll hit about two thirty this year, and then we're going to be uh, saying, oh, well, you know, boy, I wish they, you know." Why is suddenly a rise not valuable when he can play three positions? You know, he, he did okay at first. He, he'll do okay at second, and he's no worse than a rise than Miranda's going to be at third. He didn't play third, third well last year, but uh, I don't quite understand the uh, where, where they're headed here with their infielders. Uh, once they let Ursula go, and now they want to let a rise go, it's like they think they have depth here, even if they get Correa back. Uh, which I don't think they will. I still don't think they will. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I, it, it seems like a stupid. Tell me what pitcher they're going to get. I heard yesterday, Avaldi. Do you really want to trade Louis Arise for Avaldi? How many years left on Avaldi's contract? I don't. Know. Who wants him? He makes twenty-two <laughs> starts a year. He makes twenty-two starts a year. 
you know, it's, uh, I, I, well, I don't know. I'm, it, it, it would be very stupid if you ask me, but there's something about them they don't like. I don't know what it is. They're not, they're not, he doesn't, he doesn't run great, but. I think they hate his defense, and I think I think they think maybe this is the best you're going to get, and so this well, is a great I think time they to sell feel high. Like they're trading, yeah, but okay, we're going to sell high, and it's Avaldi. That ain't high. Yeah. That's not high to me. That's not high. No. So if you can't do better than that, then it better be somebody who's a difference maker, and uh, you know they'll get Avaldi. He'll make twenty two starts. He'll be good twelve times, and uh, and well, that that that'll be another another mess that they've created. But uh, I don't know, I, I don't know what the, what the hell they're doing with their infielders. And by the way, they don't have any outfielders either, so that's kind of a problem. So yeah, I'm, I'm I I think they should take seventy eight right now and uh, be happy. Isn't that what they won this year? Seventy eight. I think it was somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, right, I got them seventy eight. I got them for fifth in the uh, division right now. And by the time they get done uh, making their moves here, uh, they could, uh, they could, they could see, they could get worse instead of better. Now Rodon supposedly is a, uh, in. Uh, huh? I said in. they're in. I saw it. We're I saw always it. in. We're in always Baltimore in. and the twins are the surprise teams on Rodon. No one saw this. Are there any back. mystery teams? Are there any mystery teams? <laughs> that comes after the, the surprise yeah. teams come up. Okay, actually, I saw a great report last night. I think it was from our guy, Bob Nightingale. And uh, this is the time of year because this is the winter meetings. This is where all the top reporters are hiding in the, the lobby around the elevator the corridors. They get behind yeah, the plants. Uh, yep, Ken, Kenny Rosenthal is hiding behind a plant. Yep, yep. And, uh, <laughs> and Bob Nightingale, USA Today, longtime MLB insider. And I'm not ripping him. I'm just, he probably didn't even write this headline, but this is the type of headline I live for at the winter meetings. <laughs> it says, San Francisco Giants confidence is quietly growing in Aaron Judge sweepstakes. <laughs> quietly growing. Their, their confidence is quietly, they're just sitting in the corner, quiet, confident. Yes, confidence quietly, growing. So quietly growing means if it happens, you're a genius, and if not, well, I said it was quiet. You know, yeah. right, exactly. What does that? What does it mean? How is it quietly growing? My confidence is growing, but shh. I've so seen loud. Bob in action at the winter meetings. He's a friend of mine. Uh, you know, he's he likes the uh, evening part of the uh, winter meetings. Oh, that's where you get your information. Go get the assistant GM about six cocktails in. Combine right? the same way. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that the old drinking and the I don't think the old finding the GMs drunk in the hotel is is quite as popular as it used to be. I don't know. I haven't been there. My favorite winter meeting ever was the one I covered in Boston. One I don't know why all of a sudden in the nineties. When did Chris Clauser get run out of here? When was the Cliff Clauser era? Late nineties, right? You know, no, it was TK, right? Yeah, he was going to get rid of TK, and then TK stayed, and he left for two thousand one. Yes. So we have to check to see where the winter meetings were in 01 or 02 for one of those, but I was there. And all of a sudden, the Boston Sheraton was the lobby, and every all these baseball papers in the lobby. And Clouser comes walking in, and I said, 
who the hell hired you? And he said, oh, I'm back at the, he was back at the airline or something, but he happened to be staying at the, at the winter meetings hotel. And it looked like he was strolling in to retake power with the twins, which he had for about nine months there. So uh, I, I haven't been there for so long. I don't know how, you know, how, how, if it's the chaos that it used to be, but uh, you know, you got to have those rumors. I was, uh, was I telling you yesterday, Joe Judd, we would, uh, you know, we would get together as, uh, you know, in the seventies, we would get together as beat writers and make a couple of trades in the morning and then write something and start drinking about three in the afternoon, you know? So if it happened after that, they had to find us to tell us, you know? So that was, uh, that was a little different, different world. I I covered three winter meetings about 10 years ago. And I can't, Mm -hmm. I think it was in Dallas was the winter Mm -hmm. where it was Billy Smith's last winter as GM. Mm-hmm. And uh, Siyoshi Nishioka was one of the big questions about who's going to get this batting champion Japanese shortstop. And I remember I was sitting in kind of the, the front foyer area just on my computer using the Wi-Fi. And Billy Smith walked in the front door and no fewer than 20 Japanese media members swarmed him as he walked in <laughs> to pepper him with questions about where is Nishi? Are you going to sign Nishi? Uh, and that worked this out well. Big trade is open at the winter. Yeah, at the winter meetings, the first big trade is made. You know what? It gets broken, don't you? The log jam gets broken. It used to be the log that jam. Used to be the big <laughs> joke. Okay, somebody traded for Ben and Tendi or something. The log jam has. We're been signing broken, now. You know, does now. does the exact same same thing. Look, you look back at the. You look back at the AP leads, the logjam was yep. always broken about Tuesday afternoon after somebody, everybody sat around and drank. Trey Turner no, signing has really opened the floodgates, Patrick. Right. Yes. It's, it's opened the floodgates. Yes, the floodgates get opened and the, the floodgates get opened and the logjam gets broken. Always, uh, <laughs> so, well, the, the Trey Turner contract is interesting. See, so on paper, you see, oh, my God, $300 million over 11 years. He's a, He's like two years he's at least a year older than carlos correa and you yeah, could you could probably look it up you can make a case yeah. that maybe trey turner's the better player or whatever but they're both really good players i don't believe that i don't believe he's a very good shortstop and Correa's a great shortstop yeah so, I, I, I agree with that. that but but he's so it looks like the contract is spread out unless something gets changed you know in the structure of it it's an average annual value of 27 million dollars through his age 40 season well, right now, $27 million would make him the 18th highest paid player, and there's probably going to be a couple other guys that sign him for more. Mm-hmm. So the, if that's the way that like a 10-year contract would be structured for Correa and you're paying him, let's say, 27 or $28 million, that's still way more money than he's probably worth when he's 40 years old. But it's not like the Pujols contract from 10 years ago where, you know, I, I can live with paying a guy twenty five or twenty seven million dollars in two thousand thirty one. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. If he's not very good anymore, yeah. Well, here's the deal: Correa's uh, Correa's going to want thirty six again a year, so it's going to have to be a shorter. He's going to have to be willing to take six years here, right, for that number, six seven years. He's not going to. He's not going to take twenty eight. He wants to have the more the most annual money. For any shortstop, I talked about that the other day. So the the big deal coming here for thirty six was the number had to be higher than Corey Sager's, as far as the one year deal was concerned. As far as the highest 
for the for the single season, and that's that's going to be the deal here. So they're going to they're going to have to go past this. Uh, it's certainly on a on a yearly basis to get Korea. But you know what? If the, all the rumors about the Twins and Korea tell me, the market isn't that hot for them. That's what it tells me. Because we've had like four reports that, okay, they all got dinner a couple nights ago. <laughs> and then last night, the Twins spent the night locked in their suite talking about Korea. And they're going to meet with them again. And they're going to yeah, meet with them again. It's like, we're going to have another dinner. Okay. It's going to be outstanding. Surf and turf, I hear. So he's I, either uh, going to well, sign I, today or he, or they're just using the Twins as leverage. A ton of shortstops, right? though. I happened to be in a vehicle yesterday afternoon when, uh, and then I heard on MLB uh, radio that Rocco was coming up. So uh, Rocco, I listened to Rocco's hard hitting interview and he talked about the, that they'd met with him. They had a really wonderful meal and uh, they're going to meet with him again. And uh, then they were talking about some dessert place in Dallas that Rocco recommended. I mean, these guys want to, when they do these interviews, it's all, you know, how friendly they are with Rocco and oh, stuff yeah. like that. And, uh, but yeah, they're, they, they had a good, we, we know that they uh, did meet somewhere in San Diego and had a good meal. I thought they might've went to in and out, but they didn't, they went and they had a real good meal someplace. So we, we know that. So. I feel That's like good. that, that this is also though, at the end going to be a typical twins. We tried really hard. Yes. Like we but, were in on this like, until they prove otherwise. But in the past, their in-ons have been kind of like not, right. not big A-bomb type, you know, stuff. Like this is, they're much more public with this than they have been at any other time. I so think the difference that, will that, is, only, that will only increase the ridicule when they don't get him, right? I think the difference is this is their player, though. Like, like he got dropped yeah. in their lap and they need to make this look good. Because it's not like a guy from the Cardinals who who you casually talk to and say, we tried. This is their guy. So I think it ups the stakes of trying to make it look really good. Uh, yes, but again, if they don't get him, then, yeah. then the, the Twins right now have created a groundswell of public ridicule that will just heighten with this right well here. wait here come the timberwolves down the backstretch the yes. timberwolves are catching up the timberwolves have passed the twins we've as lost i said our leadership. The are great i was reading today we've lost our leadership uh where uh, you know <laughs> what where, where'd you read that pat uh read it in our paper we lost <laughs> leadership isn't the problem you know, guarding somebody is a problem. And a few <laughs> other things are a problem. And rebounding. How about how about going and getting one of the one of the league's best rebounders, and you can't rebound? What the hell? He's the only on? one that rebounds. It's yeah, insane. Right. It's like okay, well we so well we got Rudy. So now no, you're gonna have to grab like 50 rebounds tonight. Yes, and that's, Rudy, that's awesome. He'll get you 12 yeah. or 15. Okay. Yeah. Rudy didn't get suspended, did he? I haven't seen anything. I thought he might get suspended. No, D'Lo got fined for saying something uh, untoward toward an mm-hmm. official. Yes. What What is the untoward? What, what does it have to be? You have to directly tell him he's a bleep and bleeper? I think oh. if if it's directed in you the uniform, say, you are a bleep. If it's yeah, if you personalize yeah, I mean, you, it. You can say that was a horse bleep call, you. But then if you say you dumb bleeper. After I think if you if fine. you say you're acting like a dumb boy, <laughs> yeah. you can create some separation yeah. there. Yeah, I was told uh, by s- someone who would know that he might have questioned the officials' uh, integrity as far as who said official wanted to win the game. 
Oh. Oh, yeah, that'll get you fined. Yeah. So if you call a, an official Tim Donahue or something. It's weird to get ejected without a technical, like, going into it, right? Like, he didn't get double teed. He got immediately ejected. Oh, he just, okay. It's, so it, it was like, technical, you're out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's rare. That's so aggressive. Yeah. We really felt that somebody from Oklahoma, somebody was rooting for Oklahoma City because of their prestige as, a, as an NBA franchise. Underdog, perhaps he had a couple of uh, bets with our friends. Uh, oh, God. What a disaster. Speaking of back speaking to the of, Twinks, back to yeah. the Twinks. What, uh, what, what do you reasonably, if it's not Korea, it's not, what do we want them to come back here with? I mean, it, 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 it's not like all deals are made at the, at the winter meetings anymore, either. They, they set the stage and they do this. And, uh, but uh, I, I, there is some hint here that they're not afraid of a $160 million payroll or a $170 million payroll. Don't you think, don't you get some kind of a hint like that, that they're going to, that the payroll is going to be higher than the 140 it was this year. Maybe I, I feel like, I guess if they land two of these guys, then yes. But do you think like, let's throw Carlos Rodon out there. Cause that's another name that's been that the twins are linked to Carlos Rodon. Who's one of the best starting pitchers in the game. He's 29. Would they land two of these guys? Would they, if they landed Correa, would they, would that be kind of it? And now they're looking at, you know, second tier options or would they, because I think what would turn a lot of fans around here and I think what would get, you know, idiots like us talking more twins, you Mm -hmm. know, like we did a few years ago is, all right, if you're serious, like you said, push the payroll to 160, go get a pitcher, go get a, and go get Carlos Correa and and hang on to Luis Arise. Yeah. And let's yeah, see what happens. The Arise thing I can, can't be about money, though, right? Although supposedly they did offer him one of their cheap long-term deals like they gave Polanco and uh, Kepler a few years ago, and he turned yeah. it down before last season. And maybe that, I, I don't know, maybe they they just don't feel like, they don't feel he's as valuable as everybody else does. But, uh, yeah, again, the, the, the sell high thing, I read that today, and I keep reading it. They want to sell high. Well, uh, of all the isn't I isn't high. Uh, the other guy, who else? Uh, oh, uh, uh, they might be making trading with Cleveland and get uh, Plesac. You want Plesac for him? No, Plesac's no. a complete head. That's, that, that's a, one of the things I heard. Plesac. You know, really? I, I mean, because I don't think Cleveland likes mm. Plesac because he's a moron. Yeah, he's a ding dong. He's doing idiotic yeah. stuff. So uh, that's uh, you know. Uh, you know that that would be an interesting trade, by the way. If you if you if you make another trade with Cleveland, suddenly Cleveland's become the trade partner here, which is kind of weird, isn't it? They're your old buddies. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's true. That's true. I never thought of that. But yeah, I I don't know. It's I I still I still give him twenty percent chance to sign Correa. I don't believe it. I don't believe it's going to happen. I don't think he wants to play here. Too big in right field. No chance to win. Uh, I I don't think he wants to play here. Well, and and if you break this down, so based on the reporting so far, the Twins' attention has been very much tied up in meeting with Correa, meeting internally about Correa in the last few days. They know what, I'm assuming that there's been offers that have been kicked around back and forth. So the Twins know what the price tag is now. And either if if it's the Twins, I think it'll get done this week. 
And if it doesn't get done this week, then you're right. Then Scott Boris was just using the Twins to drum up Cubs, Giants, you know, see where yep. Judge lands and that, you know, where does the, the extra money free up? Why would Judge possibly go to San Francisco? Uh, his, his home run total, his home run total is reduced by 15. As soon as he changes that into that ballpark, or what's he going to do? They're going to move the water in? <laughs> <laughs> Just release it. They're going to let some more water in? And uh, the, the tide is uh, the, the tide is changing quite a bit. Um, yeah, he. I think he's from California. Yeah, he's from he is from Fresno. So in the area. I don't know if, right. if, if if living closer to you know. I guess where you're where you're from matters to him. Maybe maybe he if doesn't. Judge decides though. Get guess what. Guess what the we've got uh, yeah, the, the, potential, the potential that the logjam is broken and Correa <laughs> yeah. then, and, and Correa then could go to the Yankees like they're they're supposed yeah, to that's true. waiting that's true. if Judge takes their cash they'll be ha- happy and if he then you know who our shortstop will be who Isaiah Kiner Falefa trade right trade for IKF IKF we're gonna get IKF that's who we're gonna we did we. We didn't get Correa, but we got the guy that uh, we thought we were going to have before Correa. So, yeah, it's uh, – I don't know. At least uh, at least we have Twins Fest coming up at the Fillmore here, damn it. That all, uh, <laughs> I love the fact that they've totally altered it. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, IKF, a year late, but still a very <laughs> solid addition. We'll be next to Michael Restovich over in the autograph tent for yes, the next three hours. Um, uh, Pat, uh, the Vikings are 2 points. Two and a half point underdogs right now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They're the Lions. Deep in your heart, remember this, people. They're the Lions. They're going to come over and turn it over three times in the first quarter because this is a big opportunity for the Lions to do something, and they're going to do what the Lions always do, puke. They're going to throw up right on their shoes. They're going to turn it over right off the bat three different times. I remember when Schwartz, the animal, fired up for – that one year, and then they, you know, they were, boy, look out, here we come. And they ended up throwing up all over themselves for about five straight games. They're the Lions. They will screw up. They're, 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 they can smell that playoff spot. They're well, only they're, two uh, games back. They're six and six and eight, five and eight. Five and seven. Five and, well, no, they can't have five left because everybody else got four left, right? How many, what, what are we? We're 10 and two. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Five and seven. Yeah, okay. and they get they so get Vikings, Jets. They have the Panthers, Bears, and then a, a checked out Packers team. So there's so a they, path here for the they, Lions. Oh, if they win four, they got to win. They got to win four out of five, right? They got to win four out of five. Get the nine. I would think if they win four out of five, they're definitely they're in. yeah nine. Is definitely nine in. Well, I don't know the Vikings. This is probably is this the Vikings' best chance to lose the rest of the way. This is probably the only game they're going to be underdogs, right? I don't, I don't yeah. think they're going to be underdogs at home against the Colts or the Giants. I don't, they're Colts not going to be underdogs terrible. at Chicago. Colts are terrible. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Colts yeah they're, they are, they are, they're not going to be underdogs in any of the game. What if this team goes 15-2? and two? What the hell? <laughs> where, where did that come from? This is going to be one of the great where – where did that come from seasons? It's just like the Twins hitting – a hundred more home runs than any team in history in 2019. Where did that come from? Yeah. And this is going to be a, you know, 15 and two, 14 and three. What? 
What happened? You know, it's it's uh, extremely weird. It's it's not as simple as sending Zim back to the ranch. It's uh, there's, there's something else going on there. I don't, there's I don't some rumors it. that Mike Zimmer might Zim? be the defensive coordinator for Deion Sanders yes, in Colorado. Yeah, Tim Brewster, tight ends coach. Wasn't he in consulting? Brewer, He's been consulting. Yes. He's been yes. consulting. He's Zimmer been Zimmer Brew, Brew's there, right? Isn't Brew, he? Brew's being kept though. Yeah. Well, hell yes, Brew can recruit. This is. Uh, Dion will only stay there a year, right? Because somebody else will, if he comes in and makes this big splash. But no greater, uh, no greater welcoming speech by the new coach to his team than telling them all the transfer because they are a bunch of losers. And get in the portal. Get in that portal. I'm going to the portal. You guys all get the hell out of here. <laughs> what a loose cannon that guy is. He said, for 20 years, these people, these fans have been disappointed by you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like some 18-year-old kid. What? Yeah, he's right about that. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's not going to be the uh, – he's not going to snip away at cutting the cord with these guys. He might be he might be cutting them in the middle of practice, right? Uh, you know, the old Bear Bryant legend when he first came to Texas A&M and he, you know, took them all up to some steamy ranch and beat the hell out of them and Send half of them packing on their way. That's probably what Dion's gonna. He's gonna just tell them to leave in the middle of practice and never come back. Yes, unbelievable, amazing. All right, Pat, we got to get going here. Um, right. So we'll we'll get back in touch with you here once the the twins sign both Carlos Rodon and uh, Carlos Correa here. They were in. The they were right there. Right. Uh, the next time I happen to be in an, an establishment. Uh, eating dinner or something and uh, walking through a bar or something. If you can come up to, if they signed Correa and you come up to me and said, Hey, you're the first two people to come up to me and say the twins signed Correa. I'll buy you a couple of high priced drinks because I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. Okay. All right. Good happen. to know. I'll there find it. Is. There yep. it is. All right, Pat. We'll see you. Bye. Wrapping with Ricey here on the Scornoth YouTube channel and Mackie and Judd. <laughs>